Hey guys, I miss being together, especially today as we celebrate our second anniversary as a church. On April 2nd, 2018, Horizon Community Church had its first weekly service. And over the last two years, we've seen Jesus do incredible things. He's been incredibly generous and faithful to us. When I first started Horizon, my goal wasn't to gather religious people and teach them to be more religious. My goal was to build relationships with people far away from God and introduce them to the ways of Jesus. I believe Jesus lived the greatest human life anyone has ever lived, and I believe the world would be a better place if we became apprentices of the way he lived and loved. Now, when I was first dreaming of starting a church, I came up with all kinds of terrible names. Like, one of them was Raven's Nest Church. Can you imagine that? You probably can't imagine going to a church named that. None of you would be here because the name was so terrible. Thankfully, I have a wise wife who shot down that terrible name and many other terrible names. And then as I was praying about this and thinking about this and dreaming about it, um, I came across this verse in Job 26.10. God draws the horizon as a bridge between light and darkness. And that image, that idea so captured me. This was the verse that led me to name the church Horizon Community Church. That's what I wanted our church to be, a bridge for those in the dark about what Jesus is like, a bridge that leads them into the light. That's why the tagline for our church is relationships, not religion. We believe relationships change people from the inside out. Religion changes the outside of people while the inside, who they really are, never actually changes. That idea of being about relationships, not religion, didn't come from us. That's not original to us. That's a Jesus idea, as all the best ideas are. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 9-13, through 13, it says, Jesus went on from there, and he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the toll booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And the man got up and followed him. And while he was reclining at the table in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came to eat with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat, eat with tax collectors and sinners? Now when he heard this, he said, It is not those who are well who need a doctor but those who are sick go and learn what this means i desire mercy and not sacrifice for i didn't come to call the righteous but sinners verse 13 is the key verse here jesus quotes hosea 6 6 yahweh desires mercy not sacrifice or as one translator put it i desire mercy not religion or as we might say here at horizon we're about relationships, not religion, because Jesus was about relationships, not religion. In this passage, Jesus is calling Matthew, or Levi, as some of the other Gospels call him. He's the author of what we're reading, the author of the Gospel of Matthew. And he's calling him, he's inviting him to become a student of the way that he lived and loved, to become one of his disciples. Now the religious people, the Pharisees here, had a problem with this because tax collectors were the scum of society. They were notorious for skimming off the top, charging people even higher taxes in order to get rich. But more than that, they were seen as traitors to the nation of Israel because they worked for the Roman government to collect the high taxes for the empire. 
Jesus picked one of the most hated people in his community to be one of his 12 closest students. So Matthew ends up throwing a party for him because Jesus invites him to come and be a disciple. And Matthew's like, who, me? No, surely not. Like, I'm the wrong type of person. And he throws a big party for Jesus. And at this dinner, who comes? The people that Matthew knows. Other tax collectors and sinners. Now, everyone is a sinner. The word means bent. It means we keep doing selfish, destructive things that hurt ourselves or hurt others or hurt the world we live in. Everyone is a sinner, but religious people learn to hide their sins. See, the Pharisees are saying, why are you eating with sinners? But the Pharisees were sinners too. They just liked looking at other people's sin and keeping their sin hidden. Jesus embraced those who were open about their sin, not those who learned to manage it or conceal it. Jesus loves the people that make religious people blush. Religious people may try to define you by your sin, but Jesus never defines people by their sin. He defines people by his love for them. Maybe you're a person that would make a religious person hot under the collar. Maybe your sex life or your disbelief or your politics or your drinking or your addiction would make a religious person scream and shout. Jesus has his arms open to you and he is whispering, you are loved Come and learn how to live and love from me. It is the greatest life you can live as an apprentice of my way of life. Now, notice next that Jesus is at a dinner party. As one New Testament scholar said, if you read the Gospels, Jesus always seems to be at a party, on his way to a party, or just leaving a party. Jesus spends a lot of his story eating with people. He leaves his followers with the command to eat bread and drink wine to remember him. We call that communion or the Lord's Supper. When Jesus is raised from the dead, he cooks breakfast for his disciples. Jesus, Yahweh in human form, enjoyed eating food. But he used his meals strategically. He ate with the wrong people. Remember high school, how there was like a cool kids table and a jock table. There was the nerd table and maybe like, uh, you know, some AV club table. Jesus would always find the table no one wanted to sit at. And that's the table he would consistently show up at. Meals psychologically bond people together. There's a reason that most first dates start with a meal. Eating together knits our hearts together. Now, usually we celebrate our church anniversary with a big catered meal and we all sit around and we eat and we celebrate everything that God God has done and we enjoy being together. We can't do that right now because of the virus. But eating together is spiritual. Celebrating over food is spiritual. All of us eat several meals a day. We should see these as opportunities to eat with spiritual outcasts building relationships with them and showing them what it looks like to live and love like Jesus. So as Horizon celebrates two years and we look forward to many, many years in the future, some things will change. Some things will be different in the next few years. Who knows if we'll be meeting in a different place or if we'll be doing services a little bit differently, but some things must never change. We must always be a church about relationships not religion. Do you have questions about the Christian faith? Do you have doubts? Do you have things in your life that make religious people blush? Then you're welcome here at Horizon because we're all equally in need of Jesus. We're all beginners learning how to live and love 
like Jesus did.